Sisters, you are listening to episode 242, kind of like front 242, <laughs> but not, <laughs> it's the Oozcast, and I am Shabari. Today, Gordy is away from me, I don't know why, but I do have a special guest co-host, that is Rob Early from Retrogram. Hello. Hello. So the song we were just listening to, Rob, was off of your album Feed, and it was the song Confidant, which you said is your favorite song on there. It's a little bit darker and a little bit more aggressive than the others, Mm -hmm. and uh, that's more of my background. Really? Aggressive? Aggressive is your background? Yeah, I would say so. We like to be PC around here and say, it sure is. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I like aggressive though, I'm just saying. <laughs> you poor you. You're stuck with just me, so it's <laughs> probably gonna be awkward and crazy all at the same time. <laughs> it's fine. I will just drink another beer. It'll be <laughs> I know he's like two beers in and I'm like, I want a beer. Yeah. <laughs> One thirty four not... PM and I'm two beers in. And <laughs> you're not even sharing with me. <laughs> What's a girl got to do to get a beer? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oonscasters, we've decided that since this is like episode 242, we are definitely going to be playing some front 242 somewhere in the mix. We don't know where yet. But uh, I'm just glad that Rob is here. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your album and uh, just kick back and drink your beer. But... uh... (laughs) Tell us a little bit about Feed and how that came about and all that good stuff. (laughs) Well, we originally planned it to be just a single uh, CD album, Mm -hmm. but uh, we came up, we uh, wrote a song called She Gives Me Nightmares, and a lot of people uh, liked it after I posted it online, and a lot of bands came forward and asked to remix it. Oh, that's cool. So we got a whole bunch of remixes in. And I talked to the label and I said, hey, there's so many remixes of this song. They're not all going to fit, but I like a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And they said, what the hell? We'll make it a two CD release. That's really cool. But even then, you know, there's only two rem. I think there's two remixes of that song on the, on the double CD release. Yeah. We saved a couple to do a single release, which hasn't come out yet, but uh, I still may do that. But we ended up uh, having 12 songs on the the main CD and then 12 songs on the remix CD. There were just too many uh, good bands that I know to say, you know, to pick from who we wanted to be on. So... um, so that's how it ended up being a double CD. Um, it took a while to make because there's between, a lot of songs. Yeah, I mean the I even the remixes, even though they were created by other bands, a lot of them I did not all of them, but a lot of them I mixed myself and then mastered them. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, with 24 songs, 12 of them uh, are band creating. And then mixing ourselves and then mastering, and then the um, the second CD 
Mm-hmm. We ended up mixing and mastering as well about at least half or so of the albums. It took a while. It, it took about two years. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I know that we have talked previously about um, some of the writing that you do and um, things like that. Who all is like, the, are you the sole writer or do, does, do the other bandmates um, pitch in with the writing? How, how, does, how does that come about? How's your whole process? Oh, yeah. All of the band uh, pitches in on the writing. Um, in fact, most of the writing is done by uh, Nick Allen. He's mm-hmm. uh, uh, Nick and I started the band. Mm-hmm. He does most of the writing. Um, basically, he'll create like a skeleton version of a song and I'll have an arrangement and a melody and so on. And then he'll pass it to me and I'll add, you know, everything on top of it. I may change it a little bit and, um, in terms of arrangement. Right. And, uh, and I may, I may change some parts too that he wrote, but usually he, he'll, he'll begin the songs. Um, we have two other members. We have Jenna Christensen. She writes lyrics, she sings, and she also plays keyboards on some songs. Um, and uh, she's very talented. We haven't we haven't used a lot of her talents just yet because we were well into the album when she joined. Okay. And then we have another member named Dima Pavlovsky. He lives in Chicago. And he will provide some melodic type loops, and he'll also do some vocals and lyrics for us as well. And he was, he's been on every CD that we have so far. Um, but uh, you know, he's he's probably on a maybe two or three, I think two or three songs on on feed. Jenna really has taken center stages. Um, vocalist and she has become a permanent member she's on about seven songs Mm -hmm. on the album so yeah so we all we all have a significant part uh but i end up doing the mixing and the mastering myself okay well you know it's funny because last week i was talking about how um i came to hear feed um, and it was actually the second CD that I got to hear because you had posted it somewhere. And I, I don't even know how I saw it because we were not friends at the time. Right. And um, it was just on my timeline on Facebook. And I was like, I'll press play. <laughs> right. Um, because typically um, when I'm at work, I, you know, I, I have the freedom to, um, you know, listen to music in my earphones, um, waiting for calls and stuff like that. Cause I do technical support, but, um, I just clicked play and, and I was just blown away and I was like, why have I not heard this? Well, you're not the only one. Most people haven't heard it. A it, lot of people haven't heard it, but we're not the best at marketing, you know? So. Well, that's why I get radio play and stuff like that. And, um, I would, yeah, and I, I think I messaged you, or I don't know if I would message you or if I commented on it or something, and then we got to talking more about it, and uh, um, I made the choice to make it our album of the month, even though it was a little 
uh, released earlier in the in what what it was that you released it in two two thousand fifteen. Yeah. Thing. Um, and I will tell you, I stand by my choice. <laughs> it might it might not be a brand new spanking shiny new album, but uh, it is well worth the listen. And I have no problem um, letting people hear it. And uh, if uh, you would please make sure you visit the websites that we have listed so that you can get your very own Retrogram feed album for your hot little hands and library. Because that's what we do around here. We support the artists. So with that being said, we're going to get back to the music. Dancecasters, like I always say.
are still on episode 242. You know, Rob, I'm actually kind of glad that you are on with me. This is one of our uh, Gordon and I's last three episodes of the Unscast. And then it's going to be transitioned over to a new host or co-host or something. Um, I'm not really sure. I'm going to miss all you guys, all my tens of listeners. Um, so one thing I do want to talk to you about, there's a whole term called Netflix and chill. <laughs> I think it has a different meaning though than what I'm thinking, but whatever. Um, so I was watching on Netflix a doc. Well, I just started like a new documentary series. Cause I like binge watch everything. I have to, you know, if I see a series, I have to like binge watch the whole thing until completion, even if it's five years or something right. like that. But um, I'm watching the documentary on um, Kurt Cobain right now um, called Soaked in Bleach. And um, there's speculation that Kurt did not commit suicide. Let's insert That's some crazy. ominous music there. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, I've, I've never heard that. Well, I've heard it. I've heard ramblings of it, but not much, you know? Yeah, so I've only just started it. Like, I, I started it at, at an opportune time, and then I came home, and I was like, well, I'll finish watching it. And then I fell asleep because I was so tired. So I didn't get to finish it yet. Um, so I'm still not to – I haven't, like, made a decision on what I think yet. But uh, – what do you think of conspiracy theories on like, like you said, you haven't even seen making of a murderer yet. They're fun and they're interesting. They yeah. hold your attention or they hold my attention. My I don't know how much I believe them. Um, there's always two sides to everything. Yeah. Um, but uh, certainly fun. Certainly a lot of fun. Very entertaining. Yeah. Whenever I watch Netflix, I normally put on documentaries me too. And yeah. A lot of them are conspiracy theory type stuff, and I can't say I believe them, or not all of them anyway. But they're fun. Has there ever been one where you're like, oh, "They're right"? <laughs> There's been a few where I've been like, "Hmm, interesting." <laughs> I know I got I got cut, caught up in like um, food matters. That's a document. Yeah. yeah. And oh my gosh. Like I, cause I don't, before then I hadn't really watched documentaries. I'm kind of like, I want fluff stuff that I can just kind of watch and not be real committed to. Yeah. Um, but um, at the time I was dating a guy who was a, a, a food chemist. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know it sounds so weird food chemist yeah. and uh he was really just kind of an ass but <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> sorry <laughs> um but no um we were watching this this documentary and like i actually got like a like a notebook and a pen and i started like taking notes and stuff like that and i was like man man i'm like one of those kind of people now and and i am like i love documentaries and um Maybe it's just the puzzle of it all. Yeah, there's a couple that have fascinated me. One is with the Denver airport. That mm. There's supposed to be a lot of tunnels. and um, What? Really? Uh, like under the new Denver airport, there's supposed to be like a, a uh, shadow government that's <gasps> under there. Really? And there's tunnels under the airport leading under to some 
nearby mountains or something like that. And uh, it's supposed to be run by the New New World, New World Order. Order Commission or something like that. I don't know. It's I've actually went to the Denver airport one time on my way back from Seattle. Yeah. Just because I wanted to check it out, and it's pretty interesting. You can go, yeah, Google Google Denver Airport conspiracy, and you can read all kinds of stuff. And another one called Harp fascinated me. Apparently, it's this big, huge machine that can change the weather and cause catastrophic events and things like that. You know, I was I was watching because Jesse Ventura used to have like this conspiracy theory show on. That's where that's where I saw both of them. <laughs> See, yeah. Uh, I think maybe we should Netflix and chill more often. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> but I mean, he's not the only one that has been talking about that stuff. No, but yeah. you know what is weird? Like, we had a blizzard, and my mom was even talking about it the um the other day because we had this blizzard, right? Um, Goliath, and um, so we were like snowed in for like the weekend or whatever. But the snow that was in the blizzard was, like, creepy crazy. Like, it did not feel like snow. Hmm. Like, it had, like, a weird texture to it. And not only that, but it did not melt. It did not melt. Like, it took forever for (laughs) it to melt. Oh, bless you. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That was a big one. Yeah, that's my son. He's in the background playing video games as we talk. Oh man, I would be seeing spots right now if I sneeze like that. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but no, it was just kind of weird. Like the snow was weird and uh, it's just crazy. And then it would leave like it wouldn't it it like wasn't wet on the ground when it melted. Mm-hmm. So my mom's like, "I bet it's that stuff." And I'm like, "What stuff?" <laughs> yeah. And she's like, that stuff where they manufacture the weather. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm like, Mom, <laughs> are you going to, like, build, like, like a little shack out back and start wearing, like, beanies? <laughs> yeah, I'll write a big 800-million-page manifesto. <laughs> oh, my God, you know where I was going with that. <laughs> I think I love you so much. <laughs> yeah. I'm keeping Rob early, Uncasters. Just putting that out there. But right now we are going to get back to the music. (laughs) I I just announced I was keeping you.
4-2 with me, Shabari, and Rob Early from Retrogram. And I'm kind of lucky because, like, I've been, like, flirting his butt off here behind the scenes. It's, it's shameless, I know. <laughs> it's funny. And he just pats me on the head and goes, there, there, Shivy, there, there. <laughs> But we've been laughing. <laughs> we've been making Unabomber jokes. <laughs> That's terrible. That's probably because on some kind of like NSA like watch list or something. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Plus, we mentioned the Denver tunnels. Yes, Google it. You'll see. It's crazy. I do well, you know, I'm going to go back to um to the song that we played earlier, Confidant, and I want you. Tell me a little more about that song, other than just the music. Well, um, I don't even know the lyrics to the song. You don't <laughs> even know the lyrics to the song. That's I don't. Okay. You just like it, the music is what speaks to you. Yeah, I mean, Nick, Nick started it um, okay. like he normally does. But um, he wasn't really a big fan of the song at first. Because it started off as quite a different song than we normally do. Right. Um, but um, the way Retrogram goes is that, in, I mean, any mm -hmm. any style goes. Actually, I noticed that about that. And I was going to say something about that. Like, there is, I don't know how to explain it. Um, it's like. It's like, <laughs> yeah, there are many different types it's of crossing style. over the different genres and like, so it's, it, you can like hear some like R&B influence on some of the songs and, yeah. um, just, d just different layers and textures, which I was really impressed with. There's industrial, there's techno, there's pop, there's lounge, there's. Yeah, I was gonna say There's lounge many, too. many, many different styles, and um, you know we don't really give a shit. It's like uh, you know what <laughs> what do people do when they plug their uh, iPod in? They put it on shuffle a lot of times. Really and truly, they do. They don't. And move so it. we figured we'd have a shuffle type of a uh, a thing, but we'd have you know a common yeah. sound weaving it all together. I mean. You may you would hear it and it would be a totally different style, but it would fit with everything else still, and that's what we were going for with the album. And Confidant just happens to be one of the harder um, right. songs, but uh, Jenna's voice ties it in with the rest, and uh, yeah. and I think the style of programming uh, tie, ties it in with the rest as well. So yeah, yeah. what was exciting to me about it? Um, you know how you get like an album and you start listening to it, but the songs all sound like cookie cutter versions of each other yeah. on that album. I mean, it makes it flow really nicely because they all sound the same, but I think like, I'm going to use the red hot chili peppers as a big fat, for instance, <laughs> they get caught up in that a lot where a lot of their songs, but I know that they have that California sound and stuff like that. Right. But, but like every song sounds a little, I mean, 
just like the other song that you just listened to with just different lyrics. So what I really enjoyed was the different layering and just the different feel of each song from each other. That's yeah. Yeah. There's uh, you know, a lot of our songs, there's a lot of layers, a lot of different Mm -hmm. layers and the chorus and the verse and so on. uh, Um, they they add to the variety right. of sound where you know you may have one song with a a bright happy um uh verse and then a dark chorus and um in some songs and in other songs um uh, you know it might be similar mm-hmm. but it's packaged within a, a different style. So we do have themes that run through our songs, right? but they, they are ultimately all different styles. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's pretty exciting. And, and it, and it kind of shows growth as a band that you're not just stuck in a rut. Maybe, I don't know. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. And like I said, pick it up you want it (laughs) yeah if we like it it goes on no no further discussion absolutely um i'm i'm so glad that you sat down with me today um i'm I'm very glad that uh you asked me and uh you asked retrogram as a band to be uh part of this because uh of course i'm not the only one in the band there are three others and we're all uh, an integral part of the band and all of us are going to be excited to hear this when it actually airs. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's going to air Monday. Um, the other thing, um, I wanted to talk to you about is future retrogram before we close out. Um, do you have any tour dates? Um, do you have more, uh, another album coming out? I actually know the answer to that because we've discussed it, <laughs> but we yeah. want the Unscasters to know too, because we like to share secrets. So <laughs> if you could fill us in on all future esque. Yeah, sure. My, um, uh, uh, my other, uh, bandmate songwriter, Nick, um, he was preoccupied with some other stuff he was he was taken care of, but he's uh, freed up now. So the whole band is going to start writing some new material. And I know on his hard drive, he probably has just tons of stuff he's been working on anyway. And um, so um, all of us as a band will get together and we'll start going through stuff and figuring out what we want to do with the next album. But as of now... I am in a, a band which is a side project. It's called Eleven Grams, and it's with a, uh, a friend named Simeon Fitzpatrick, and he lives in Australia. So we're doing this completely over the internet, and it's more of a industrial type of an album. Oh, it's more, yeah. more, more of uh, my personal background, I'm and excited. I just, yeah, I thought it would be fun to explore that. Um, and Simeon is a very talented uh, person. He's a very good programmer. Yeah. And uh, so we have about eight or nine songs right now. They're not 100% complete, but we're moving towards an album, and we're going to start looking for a, a label to release 
our first album. So uh, hopefully at some point here within the next few months or so, he'll actually come visit from Australia um, and uh, figure out what we're going to do from there. How exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so any tour dates for Retrogram or your side project? Uh, well, we played several dates in uh, December. Uh, right now, uh, we're concentrating on uh, studio work. So okay. Simeon and I are concentrating on studio work right now. Mm -hmm. And then pretty soon, I'm sure that uh, uh, me, Nick, uh, Jenna, and Dima will be uh, concentrating on Retrogram Studio stuff. So... Um, I would say probably, I mean, we'll, we'll be playing shows, but we're not going to book anything that comes our way. It'll have to be something special, and then we'll play. Because, uh, as you know, it takes a while to practice and get up to speed to, for uh, um, for live performance. Mm -hmm. so, um, so switching back and forth between that mode and studio mode is not the easiest thing in the world it's a whole different cap you have to wear oh i i bet and yeah <laughs> it's funny because like um when i went to school in college <laughs> i uh well and even in high school i uh was a musical theater like major <laughs> yeah. and uh i got into uh you know, some theater production and found out that I have terrible stage fright. Mm -hmm. So, oh my God, <laughs> like break out in hives. I, anything you can imagine that could go yeah. wrong before like doing it like a, a, you know, performance. That's me. Right. I mean, I've, I, you know, and, <laughs> you know, even seeing on stage for church and stuff like that, for, you know, back in the day, um, I, I would shake so much that I actually chipped my tooth with a microphone. Wow. Yeah. I, I just, oh my gosh, it just makes me so nervous. So anybody who can get up on stage and wear that cap, I salute you because, oh my God. <laughs> and I, that whole picture of people in their underwear thing, that, mm, 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 that's never yeah. a good thing. Yeah. When I was younger, I used to be really scared, a lot of stage fright, but I think age and my OCD medication. I just don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's to not giving a shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Still going to go up there and have you, fun. You can rub some of that not giving a shit thing on me because I, right. like, seriously, <laughs> I'm such a people pleaser. I'm like, okay. <laughs> what? You want, you want me to do what for you? Okay. <laughs> you know, I got to stop that. <laughs> boundaries <laughs> yeah. but um again it was such a pleasure having you here and thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule um to just hang out with me and talk about retrogram um i appreciate that and well thanks for asking me and asking us thanks yeah. uh for enjoying our cd and thanks for making our cd uh album of the month hey, and it's, it's uh, cast approved <laughs> it's an honor i mean for all of us i speak for all of us it's a it's an honor it really is i've Thank been you. a listener of coma for a while and uh Aww. 
So I really appreciate the recognition. I really do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, since this is one of the three last podcasts that I will be doing, I am so grateful that I got to have you on um, before my final episode. So <sighs> thank you. And Unscasters, that is up it for us. To, I can't even talk at this point. I've got all emotional there at the end. Uh, that That is it for us today, but um, make sure, like I said, you go and uh, visit the websites where you can get your own personal retrogram album for yourself. Two CDs full of awesome music, and uh, you'll get to hear more of Rob and the band. <laughs> Have a great week, Goonscasters. We will be back next week when we will say something highly unique and breaks me into a million different giggles. But
so I challenge you. But my style should stand alone. Can't hear you move pretty fast. <laughs> That's right. Hill, have you now? Just shut up.
Tschüss.